up, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Adulting with Joy Springs Shot of Sanity. On the show today, we have an anonymous question from one of our members at the SOS fam, and she asks basically, how does she trust her boyfriend who once cheated on her again? She has forgiven him, they're back together, but she can't seem to let go of this hurt that she experienced from him cheating. We talk about that, we answer that extensively, and then we also go into the intricacies of modern dating. We hope that you enjoy this episode of the podcast. If you do, please let us know by using the hashtag AdultingWithJoySpring and enjoy the episode. Um, being that it is personal, I guess we'll, we'll leave the name out because, you know, they might not want to be put on full blast here. So, uh, here is the question. This is very personal to me and I don't share this with anyone, but thoughts on relationships slash people who got back with their partner after their partner cheated once. I've been exposed to the quote-unquote cheating in a relationship ever since I was young, from Filipino teleseries and movies romanticizing cheating, to my friends who came to me crying because they found out their partners cheated, to experiencing it firsthand from my father. I know people make mistakes, but being exposed to this made me become too anxious, too scared and trust of trusting other people. I have a partner right now. I once caught him flirting with some women while he's still courting me. This incident painted, uh, pained me a lot. Now, every time we fight, I, go, I would go back to that scenario and remind him of what he did. I know he has changed. He would cite Romans 8.1, uh, uh, yes, whenever I tend to remind him of the past. I am becoming the toxic one, uh, and I'm guilty. How do you guys deal with trust issues? May pag-asa pa ba? Okay, okay. Ito na lang muna. The first question is, have you ever taken back anybody who's cheated on you? Yes. Why? Because of many reasons <laughs> that I, I continue to lie by, uh, to myself about. Uh, no, I... Because I always believe that there's two types of cheating. Okay, ganda. Sige. Okay, Explain. there are two types of cheating. There's the physical cheating and there's the emotional cheating. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I think that emotional cheating will forever be so much more of a violation of your relationship than physical cheating. Are you saying that they could be intimate and you don't mind as long as they don't love each no, other? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that both, both cheating, they're both okay. bad. Like, okay, they, I'm, I'm not, I'm not excusing physical cheating, but what I will say is, I have forgiven my, I have forgiven. Some of my exes, mm -hmm. well, a couple of them, for physical cheating because it was only physical. It was not an emotional connection. It was they were drunk, this and that and that happened, and yada, yada, yada. And I was stupid enough to forgive them for that. But it hurt so much more when it was a, an emotional cheating because that means that it was something that I could not give. Mm, okay yeah the the physical cheating i mean if it was just okay they made out or whatever or they they you know 
did more than that. It was so, it was something that I could you know I could give that mm-hmm. you know uh, you know I I I was supposed to be able to, to do that for you. But an emotional cheating that means that there's something that I wasn't doing that this person could. There was something in this person's relationship. I was looking in our relationship that I could not give and someone else gave it. Yeah. And that why that's why it hurt me more. Yeah, and and you know, I well, I think I kind of look at it the same way because I always tell my friends, what's cheating is whatever you can't do in front of your partner. That's cheating. Like if you're text ah. if you're texting someone and you know that you wouldn't do that in front of your partner, you know, if you're talking to someone and you know you wouldn't do that in front of your partner, if you're doing anything at all that you have to hide from your partner, I feel like that at some level that could be cheating. Okay. Right? Like something as simple as texting an ex. Kahit na sabi mong sobrang close kayo, sobrang friends kayo, and you know, you you and your ex have been friends for a long time before even your partner even came along. If you hide that from your partner, what's your reason for hiding it? Right? It's there's always a reason behind that. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's on the same level here. And um, I want to talk about what our anonymous sender talked about here in 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 their post where it's about trust issues right so they already have trust issues because you know they they're they're so aware of the cheating culture and it's happened to them it's happened to their friends it's happened in their family and now they're in a relationship where they kind of have trust issues because they caught their boyfriend their partner flirting with someone while he was still courting this person, right? So her question is, how do you deal with that? Is there still hope? Can you still move on from having that chip in your heart? It's like asking, am I going to be able to go and try a new relationship even though I've constantly constantly been ghosted and hurt before? How do we do that? about relationship, Oh. Take the lead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, both of us have been cheated on. Yes. Uh, so I guess the first thing that before we head on into how we're going to handle like fixing that relationship or moving forward is do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? <sighs> That's hard. I've so yeah. I've seen some yes com- no. I've seen some converts kasi. So parang I've seen people change and I do believe that people have the capacity to change and capability to change but is it the risk worth taking? Ah, right? That is, that is where things That's get very interesting. The question. That's it right Okay, there. in general, people have the capacity to change. I believe that. Obviously. Just because you cheated once doesn't mean you'll continue cheating. But then again, there's also the evil side of people that once they cheated and then they were forgiven, they'll try to do it again because they feel like they'll just be con- constantly and continuously forgiven. It could go both ways. I feel like with the people that you're in a relationship with, it's always asking yourself the question, is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk of getting hurt again. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. 
right? Are you willing to be the fool? Are you willing to take that chance, right? To give this person another shot at not breaking your heart? Or do you think it's not worth the risk? I think that's a question that you always have to ask yourself. The second one is you have to kind of figure out where does the cheating come from? Because for some people, I know that it's embedded in their system for them to be cheaters. Like, I notice it with people, like when my friends have boyfriends or girlfriends that are egotistic or they usually base everything on their emotion, like they're super romantics, yun yung mga ma- nako! Yun yung mga nag-cheat. Kasi they don't really love the person, but they love the feeling of being in love. So after a couple of months or years in the relationship, syempre mawawala na yung kilig, wala na yung feeling of being in love, the excitement is gone, and then you see them kind of looking for that kind of excitement elsewhere. So you have to figure out, is this cheating rooting from a problem that's actually fixable, which is they probably have seen it elsewhere. You know, they were probably insecure, so they wanted to kind of, I don't know, soothe themselves with having another relationship or whatever. Or is it a characteristic problem? So are you willing to stand by that or actually move on to a new... Does that make sense, Bartz? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And the way that I've always treated every relationship that I've had that there was cheating on it is I never looked at it as we are going to fix our previous relationship. Because at the point that there was cheating, the everything before that is done. You are building a new relationship. Yeah. You are if you if you drop the plate, you don't glue it back together and say that this is com- going to be completely fine. No, you guys go out there and you make a new plate. Mm. Uh, if you expect to put all the pieces back together and then, you know, like that, that Japanese bowl where they use the, the gold and all Kintsugi. that, I, I love, yeah, I love that, that, uh, you know, the, the metaphor mm-hmm. of that. But at the same time, no, it's not, that's not what you are going to be looking for. The bowl is just you. Yeah. But you need to, to build it again because if you, just look at it and say, you know what? He he or she did that in the past. We're over that. We're a lot better now. You know. But in every time that you guys come up in a fight, boom, that that bullet is still in the chamber and I'm still gonna be pulling it every now and then. You guys did not resolve the previous relationship. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to move forward, yes, acknowledge that the cheating was done, but if you forgive. You have to let go. True. Sobrang totoo. When you forgive and when you tell your partner that you've forgiven them, you're not allowed to bring it up anymore. Never. Because it's like you're reopening a a wound that's already been sewn up. So when you forgive, Aaron is right, you have to forget, you have to let go, and you have to move on. And, and I think you could also take it as far back as don't forgive and get back into this relationship if you know in your heart that you can't let go and completely forget yes. what this person did to you. Yes. Right? I, I agree because the, uh, and I, I've been a victim of this, uh, of my own mind where it's like, Sign naman yung five years. Mm. You know, sign naman yung three years. Sign naman lahat. I mean, all that time that I wasted, uh, I, you know, I, I should get back together because we've been through so much. 
the way that you need to look at it is if you've been together for five years and this person still did that, then the five years means more to you than it did to them. Ganda. Speaking from a place of experience, huh? <laughs> Snaps in the chat. Snaps in the chat. That's Man. so true. That's so true. And I mean, there, there's always that, you know, reality that if they did it to you once, they could do it again. Yes. Of course. Okay, but in this question, let's go back to the question okay. uh, from our anonymous sender. She's saying that this happened while he was still um, courting her. Right? Ah, that's a good question. It's, it's a really good question. And so I think I read in one of the replies here in our SOS group, and um, it I, I forgot who it was, but but she basically said that sadly, some people really do collect and collect before they select. It happens both to men and women. So yes. if you guys weren't officially together yet when that happened, you kind of have to be a bit more lenient on him because you guys weren't officially together yet. Technically, you guys were just getting to know each other. You're dating. Uh-huh. You weren't exclusive yet. Unless uh-huh. you had the conversation that this is really us. This is our relationship. Uh-huh. You're not allowed to talk to anybody else because we're exclusively dating. Um, I also love how most of our... You know, our, our, our members here on the SOS podcast group say, communicate, you know, you have to communicate and, and tell each other what you're going through. You have to say what your triggers are so that he would know how to go about it. Um, Gabrielle says, even though I'm not really sure how, cause it depends on what will work out on your situation. I think just be honest on what you feel for him to understand na hindi mo naman din talaga gusto na maging toxic. You just, you're hurt there. Eh. You're coming from a place of hurt and you're, you're starting to heal. And instead of bringing back the past and hurting the both of you, why don't you bring up the present thing that you're feeling and asking your partner, what can we do to help me heal? What can you do to help me heal? Okay. Qu- wait, before we, we move forward, I want to go back to, you know, the beginning of what you were talking about. Is that cheating? What? Flirting with other girls while he was courting her. Is that cheating? It depends because on their situation. If they're not exclusive. Yeah, okay. Let's say that there was no exclusivity. Is that cheating? No. For me, no. Okay, here. But here. It's not cheating per se. Per se. In theory, hindi siya cheating. Oo. But, Kumbaga, kung, kung dinala kita sa, sa korte, ah, wala. Pa, pasok ako. Oo, pasok ka. Oo. Absuelto, kumbaga. Oo. Pero, take into consideration, like, the relationship that they had. It's, it's like the relationship that I had before, right? Where I was dating this guy, we were kind of dating exclusively, we were traveling together, and then one night, I go to a party and he was momoling some other girl in front of me. And in front of all of our friends. Our friends. It came to that point where we were dating already and we called them our friends, not his friends, our friends. Yeah, so, and I remember you came right up to me and you said, I'm freaking leaving. Yes, yes, that's what I did because our friends, our friends, were coming up to me, rubbing my back, going like, that's okay, are you okay, are you okay? Do you want to drink? Do you want to just stay here? And I was just so... 
we we weren't we weren't together together like we weren't boyfriend girlfriend but we were dating we were traveling we you know like okay so 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. just to, to tie it to tie it all up do you consider that as boyfriend girlfriend here okay uh-huh. and and here is the difficulty with modern day dating for us yes, parts, tell me. for us we put so much of ourselves in that relationship and we consider it as a real relationship. Yes. Where we take took care of this person, where we cared for this person, where we actually fell in love with this person. And we felt like being old school men and women that we are, we felt like we didn't need a formality of any sort to say that, hey, you're bowel to see other people. You're bowel to kiss other people. It's just us, huh? Because we thought that that was obvious. We're spending so much time together. We're, you know, we're together. People think that we're together. People could say that, ah, yung dalawang yung mag-boyfriend, girlfriend. Even if we didn't have that official statement between the two of us, we assumed that this was something that was sacred already. And that's the problem with modern dating. Yes, and that's why I, I wanted to keep jumping to the different definitions that we had of being in a relationship. Because we are in a time now where I think that we need to understand what it, when we say that you are in a relationship, not, not necessarily boyfriend, girlfriend anymore. I think that that, that ideology is completely out the window. If you guys are in a relationship, whether it is courting or you guys have an understanding, it's so weird that we are adulting, but only now we are really using the MU status to the way that it needs to be done. If you guys have a mutual <laughs> understanding that, you know, you guys are dating and even if there is no, there is no conversation of exclusivity and all of that, if you are going outside of the bounds and in your heart, if that person asked you, are you texting anyone else? And you said no then that means that there's deceit and that already might define it as cheating. And that's why, again, we are looking at what the understanding of a relationship Mm. is nowadays. And that is the only way you can understand what the understanding of cheating is. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's tough because now... You were smart. You, You defined it perfectly. Immediately, you said, all right, I like this, married. <laughs> there is legal binding of what that is. And, and, and here's the thing. When Wancho wanted to court me, I laid down my boundaries for him. I asked him straight to his face. The next relationship that I'm going to get into, I want that to, to be something that leads to marriage. So if you're not in the headspace of getting married in the next two or three years, obviously he was because he proposed in less than a year. But I asked him, if you're not in the headspace of getting married in the next two or three years, I don't want you to, to waste your time courting me because I'm not going to get into a relationship to test the waters. I'm going to test the waters with you courting me and seeing where we lie just by being friends and dating and setting these right boundaries between us, right? And then we'll get together, boyfriend, girlfriend, with the idea that we'll be married in the next two or three years. It's not going to be a long engagement. It's not going to be six or seven years. It's going to be in the next two or three years. And I laid down those boundaries. And you know what? 
Some people call me crazy, right? I sound like a crazy person. I sounded like a crazy person, definitely. But I was so tired of modern dating that I wanted to go back to the old school dating where I knew that this guy was pursuing me with the intention of marrying me one day. You know what? To be completely honest, yours is not the old school. You went, you were, you were three, you were in like 30-30 relationship <laughs> already. You were not in 20-20 dating, you were in 30-20 dating already. Because you were smart enough to make sure from the get-go, okay, this is what I want, this is what you want. If it's not connected, if there's, if it's not on the same plane, forget it. The way that it is, the way that it is now is, all right, we'll see where it goes. So in essence, you are, you are even further down the road than where we are right now. Super waste of time, right? Super waste of time. And okay. And, and that's also why Wancho and I had premarital counseling four months into the relationship. Cause I, cause we were talking about it. I was like, okay. If we want to get married, now palang, we should talk about the things that could get in the way in the future, right? So in premarital counseling, we talk about, do you want to have children? Have you ever cheated on anyone before? Like things that could actually end your relationship if you guys don't agree with that. Yeah. Like some people get married without even finding out that their partner doesn't want to have kids. We sat down with our counselors and they told us some couples end up breaking up because of this premarital counseling. And it might be painful right now, but it's actually a good thing because you're saving yourself from years of building a yes. relationship only yes. to end it because you don't agree in certain marital matters. So to tie it back to our conversation, I think that what you need to do or whoever it is that's in this type of situation, you need to lay it all out. You need to talk to your partner and say, okay, uh, before we got together, you were, you were, you know, flirting with other girls and that was a big concern for me. Now, I don't know in myself if I'm going to get over it. I don't know if I'm going to be over it by tomorrow or in a year's time. Now, if I can't do that, can you handle the fact that I can't get over it yet? Now, if the person that you are dating says, you know what? I can't. It's tiresome. I can't go through this anymore. You know, you are sounding like a broken record. Then you guys know that it's beyond repair. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at the, this beyond, um, at the situation and you say, you know what? Yes, he messed up before. It was before we were dating, but we understood that we were, you know, we were already building towards a relationship and he still did that now if i look at myself and i say you know what i'm gonna get over it i'm gonna work my butt off to completely accept the things that were and i know that i cannot change them anymore then that's on you yeah and you are doing your part but if both of you can't come to an agreement on where you guys are whatever the situation is that's when things need to change. That's right. It's better to find out now that it's early than down the yeah. road, honestly. Take it from us. It, yeah. And and again, don't ev do not ever say sayang naman yung five years. Sayang naman yung three years. Because masayang yung six years. Mm. Masayang yung seven masayang years. Masayang yung the rest of your life. Exactly. Trying to make something work that could have possibly not work pala from the very beginning you would have you could have known that naman pala we're not saying that you should easily give up on people no no you not shouldn't. at all you shouldn't you should 
try your best to work things out as long as the other person is also willing to do the same. That's that's what you want, right? Because, you know, being married now for a couple of months, I realized that love really is just sacrifice. It's always putting the other person in front of you. It's giving them your food, giving them the clothes on your back, giving them all the comfort in the world, hoping that they're willing to do the same for you. You need to be working together. And, you know, you plant you plant a seed in the other person and you water it and that person does the same to you and both of you grow. That's just the way that it is. That wraps up this episode of SOS. Thank you guys for joining us. If you have any more questions, please make sure you head on over to uh, facebook.com and uh, sign up to our Shot of Sanity Facebook group. You can also hit us up on our anchor page and send in your questions through uh, www.joyspring.com and we'll play it here on the show. That's right. But for now, that's it for this episode of Shot of Sanity. Thank you very much for listening in. My name is Joyce Spring. That's Erin Atayde. Peace. We out. Paalam. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adulting with Joyce Spring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam.